We got a we got a, a winter storm advisory today. Is it is it winter getting over there? Pretty much. We got like six inches of snow today, something like that. I would I would argue that it was more, but I'm also bad at judging inches of things, ladies. <laughs> what? Welcome to Bruiseday Tuesday Podcast, episode 31, with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsberg, and Mike Boris. Here is Tyler Dryblatt. Welcome, everybody, to episode 31 of the Bruiseday Tuesday Podcast. Sam, I like your new subtle approach to the to the intro. I don't talk to me, I mean a sandwich. So, uh, yeah, we're we're back for another week. Uh, Sam, you already, you already took a, I keep throwing it to you even though you're eating, whatever, uh, you already took a little sip of your beer, you seem pretty excited about it, little fella. Emily's Rausch beer, out of, uh, Holland, 6.5% alcohol by volume, it's, so it's a Rausch beer, which is, uh, supposed to be, it's an ale with a smoky flavor, and, uh, it is that. So, so Rausch beers, in my opinion, when they're done right... They don't have a whole lot of uh, subtlety or complexity. It's really just like, here's a beer that kind of tastes like smoke. Uh, I think if you're doing it right, that's the, that's the vibe you should get. And that is the vibe that I've gotten. Word. Boris, did you tell us what you were bringing to the table last week? Uh, I did, but then I was just so caught up in patriotism watching the U.S. trounce Russia that we drank them all <laughs> watching the game. Uh, so I will not be drinking the Fatty Boom Baladi, but in fact, I will be drinking the Sweetgrass American Pale Ale by Grand Teton Brewing Company. Um, I've never had anything of theirs before. So, this is a 6%, I don't know, it's got a bunch of statistics, I only know what two of them mean. So it's 6% ABV, we got 60 IBUs, which is, I guess, above average, but a little low for an IPA. And then we've got 8.4 degrees LOV. Do you have any idea? What I was that is? I was ready to like school clowns with all my knowledge. I, LOV, I don't know that one. Yeah, I have no idea. What else you got on there? And you got degrees got Plato, right? OG 15 degrees P. That's de- degrees Plato. Degrees uh, Plato, got it. So remember we took the hydrometer reading, correct? And uh, it was the number that we came out with is density relative to water. That's in my opinion, the best way to measure, uh, take a hydrometer reading, you know, measure the density, but degrees Plato is another way you can do it. Huh. And, uh, I think it's stupid. So that just tells you ABV again? No, it tells you the starting gravity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, that would be OG, it would be original gravity. Right. So I, yep. there's conversions, I could tell you what the original gravity was in good readings, but I don't, I don't remember all of the conversions and no one really cares. Okay. So 8.4 might be final then? I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe. I don't think so, but maybe. I could. I can look it up. I mean, we, we, are we have, like, this magical thing that'll tell us what anything is ever. Oh, it's it's a measure of color. Interesting. Hmm. So what we have here is kind of a, a light red, a light ruby red. This is a great color, I think. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's great. It's very cloudy. 
but I wonder like what what the scale is like. What would a what would a hearty stout be? What would an like a really pale? So it says I'm on a I'm on this you know well the Wikipedia um, and it has a a little graph here and it says what were you asking about? Because I can tell you poop it into the Skype box. Uh, let me poop it in the Skype box. You got to scroll down a little bit. But uh, one sec, here it comes. That was not it. He's a phobia of spiders, so I sent that to him earlier. Nice. Oh, okay. So, 8.4, what do you think? Does that look about right? It looks like they get reddish around 20, though. I don't know. Yeah. This is like an... Definitely... I don't know. I mean, I trust them because they printed it on no, the No, no, that's, that's EBC that you're looking at. Oh, you you are entirely correct. Oh, no, love the bond over here. Oh, okay, then yeah, I'd put it... About 8.4. Really? I, I, I don't know. I feel like this isn't... It's a little... I'd give it more brown than red. It's, apply, it's implying that it's like a one-dimensional axis, and I don't think that that's how color works. Well, I feel <laughs> like there's got to be a more scientific way than just some guys look at it and go, eh, I think that's like a three. Yeah. I mean, there, there must be, but I, I think even so, like... Because 8.4 degrees is a pretty accurate... I've seen very light browns that are lighter than that red. And they're, so I, yeah. so it's not just a how dark is it. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, we'll put it on the website and maybe Lauren we really, will comment. Are we on. really putting a Wikipedia link on the website? Sure. Why not? No, that graph. So I also went with an import. I have a Lefe Blonde. It is a Belgian blonde, which if I remember, Sam, you're not a huge fan of. I mean, blondes are, well... The style of beer called Blonde is kind of boring, I think. <laughs> I used to get that one a lot in Europe, actually. That was like a beer a step above like Heineken. But they actually don't have a ton of good beers in like most places in Europe. Uh, but that was a good one that they had pretty much anyway. So, Boris, you are familiar with Lefe. I've had it. I don't know if I could pick it out of a, a blind lineup right now, but right. I remember enjoying it. You get it for well, like a Euro point. bottle. Yeah. 6.6 blonde. Um, let's give a little sipsky doodle. Hmm. Yeah, it's all right, I guess. You know, it's kind of boring. Yeah, it's kind of kind of blonde-like, isn't it? Does describe a blonde? Uh, yeah. The style of beer, blonde. Yes. <laughs> you are really trying not to offend some blonde ladies out there, huh? I mean. Oh, I was just gonna say blondes. Like in general. I mean, I love all ladies equally. I just want to make sure the blondes know that, you know, I love them too. <laughs> like all of the ladies. That's very nice of you, Sam. Ladies. How, how, how did Valentine's Day go for you? <laughs> how did Valentine's? Uh, no, it was great. I, uh, there's a Borderlands DLC that I've been meaning to play, so got really all up in that. It's uh, uh, T- Tiny Tina's Dragon Keep. But it's uh, it's a pretty cool idea. It's like... The characters from the first Borderlands game are playing the equivalent of D&D, which is called Bunkers and Badasses, and and so they are saying what their characters do, and you, as the player, act them out. Uh, so it's combining first-person shooters and Dungeons and & Dragons, which are two things that I like more than I should. So I find it extremely enjoyable. And so, I, yeah, I had, I had a pretty solid Valentine's Day. How about you, Boris? I'm so sorry for you. Boris, did you do something more interesting? Um, 
I don't, I don't know about more interesting. I went to our buddy Noah's place, who invited me to singles night, which at first I thought Noah was trying to organize some sort of speed dating with his single friends, which would be interesting because collectively we know two to three girls. If you're being generous. If I'm being generous. Um, and so we showed up, and our friend Liz, who is just like... So wait, what's your friend's name? Elizabeth. Beelzebub. Yeah, I thought you said Biz, then I thought you said Biz. What's her name? Elizabeth. And Liz, you might know, is short for Elizabeth. Oh, Liz. Okay. So you get these pictures, and the person who starts is the person who feels inspired to start. And so what you have to do is... That's strike one. As soon as she said that, we we all laughed at her. Um, But so you have to play your picture, and then... You play it, like, face down so no one can see it, but you have to think of a phrase that, like, kind of describes your picture. Okay. And the idea is other people have to play a, a card that they have that they think matches that phrase that you said. And then you kind of, like, shuffle them up, and then everyone votes on, like, which one they think is the original one. And you hmm. get points for basically tricking people into thinking that yours was the original one that they made the phrase about. That's was, actually very interesting. It was kind of fun, like after a while but it was it was a very like feel good hippie game yeah i think, yeah, the, it I think is. the best part of the whole uh the whole singles mixer thing was uh how noah didn't invite me hey noah <laughs> hey noah putting you on blast oh shit noah i didn't i didn't want to call him out at hockey but oh i did i did want to but i didn't you should have um i didn't know he didn't i just assumed that he shot it your way and you didn't respond i'm sorry i would have Throwing you the tip. I know you would have. I always throw you the tip. And then we played Settlers of Catan, which is just like, will never fail to make me the happiest Mike on Earth. Then Saturday morning, we were up bright and early. Not bright and early enough, but bright and early to watch the USA-Russia game, which was... Ice ice hockey. Which was an amazing... Oh, yeah, I just assumed. Which was an amazing game. You are all about these Olympics, huh, Boris? I... When all the countries get together to play sports, I think it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, interesting. Because I just I don't I don't care about the Olympics. I you know I'm with you, Tyler. But you know how much I love hockey. Yeah, that's true. And Olympic hockey is like primo hockey, so I'm all up on it. There's no World Cup really for hockey, so Olympic hockey is like the best you're gonna get in terms of international competitions. And also, when USA plays Russia, there's like some magic going on there. It was a fabulous game, too. Yeah. And we won, right? We did, in shootout. In, like, round seven, round eight of the shootout. Go sports. My boy TJ Oshi. Moving on from sports, what did you do for Valentine's Day, Drive Lat? Uh-huh. Speaking of which, where is uh, that little pet monkey of yours that we call Scruffles? She is actually, she came in and brought me a latka, which was very nice. Yeah, she did. Nice. I don't know where she got it from. We don't have any, but <laughs> it's, it's pretty tasty. Yo, she could conjure lot because she's a keeper. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But uh, so she's out there doing something. Um, but we we went out on Valentine's Day, and uh, it was well. Eventually, it was nice. But I, oh God, I hate taxis, which was something that I didn't know about myself. But have you never used a taxi before? Well, like I've used a taxi in other countries. Um, Tyler is what you would call a country bumpkin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. To put it nicely. 
like when I'm when I'm traveling in other countries, I use a taxi, but that's fine because you just say like where you need to go and then you throw money at them and whatever. But like, it Explain was. Explain to me was how basically... that's different from your your United States taxi experience. You have to talk well, to them. You don't have to blow them. What so I don't know what he told you, but I uh I wanted to walk to our evening reservation, but it was a little drizzly and Becca was not having it, so she wanted to get a taxi. Um, she probably had that updo. She didn't want to ruin it. Yeah, yeah, she had a rock and a real solid beehive. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot it was the 60s. Go ahead. <laughs> but, um, so she wanted to call a taxi. So she called a taxi, and, like, that's cool, whatever. But then you have to wait for the taxi to get there, and that's, like, the most nerve-wracking thing in the world for me, for some reason. Like, You've never I just done many final. things, have you? <laughs> What's up? You've never done many things, have you? Tons of things I've never done. But how is waiting for a taxi among the most nerve-wracking things you've ever done? Because, like, you just have to sit there and hope that some other motherfucker shows up in time to get you to the place you need to be. As, as, a, like, man who's, as a man whose college hobby was climbing buildings you weren't supposed to be climbing, it's just weird that that is what's nerve-wracking to you. I don't know. I don't like... I don't know. I guess I just don't like relying on somebody else. Because, like, it turned out the motherfucker was, like, 15 minutes late, right? And so, like, you have no communication with this person. Like, they're your only mode of transportation. It's too late for me to walk now. I just have to wait and hope this jackass shows up. Like, it's horrible. I hate it. Man, you would not like Madtown. Or any city, no. really. Yeah, real. You wouldn't like cities. I don't. I don't really like cities. But, um, but anyway, we, the taxi eventually showed up, and it took us to Masaki's Mongolian Restaurant, which was uh, also a weird experience, actually. It was a Mongolian grill, so you get a bowl, and then you go up to what looks like a buffet and put a bunch of shit in your bowl, and you hand it to a cook, and they grill it on this giant grill in front yeah, of you, and you best. just gotta kind of stand there in line with all these other people. Those are the best. Well, it was very tasty. Are you gonna say that was nerve-wracking, too? Because <laughs> we had a place like that no, in Boston, I, was okay I miss with... it so much. That was my favorite place. I was okay with that, because they also had something called Tomodachi, which I learned I like way more than I dislike taxis. So I drank a lot of Tomodachi, and uh, then I was okay standing in line. Now, what is Tomodachi? It is it is plum wine mixed with sake. Oh, that sounds and gross. It's it. actually super-duper tasty. I don't like plums, wine, or sake, so that does not sound like it's for me. You don't like plums? I don't like plums, no. That's weird. Yeah, it's real weird, because I always played as Professor Plum in Clue. I was always well, you see, mustard. I don't like mustard. mustard I recently. always played as Puma. Oh my god, Tyler, we have so much in common. Mustard brings over here. We should date. Uh, that, I mean, we went to the Mongolian Grill and I stood in line and they grilled up some delicious Mongolian food. And then I got a little drunk off some plum wine and sake. And uh, that was that. And that's about as romantic as it gets. That's, Yeah. And then, and then I didn't fall asleep immediately after we boned, and that's as romantic as it gets. <laughs> wow. Did she get like 10 minutes of cuddle time in? <laughs> she wishes. <laughs> that a boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love cuddling, and I only say that because I know if Becca hears this episode, she's going to give me a bunch of shit. Well, also, but if I... you if you give them like 20 minutes one night, the next night they'll expect 30, and that's just, you can't build these unrealistic Wait, are we talking yet. about with cuddling or sex? Because I've never given 30 in all of my life. Both? Of either. Of either? No, I'm, I'm kidding on both fronts. 
Uh, <laughs> Good recovery, Sam. Yeah, you know me. I'm the best at lying. Uh, article? Non sequitur? Uh, article. Or should we yeah, do so, should we do the um the the game from last week? Oh, somebody could yeah we could we could start off with that actually. Uh, you should reintro it, Tyler. So, um, Samuel actually had the idea to bring back a glorious game from our youth. Uh, by youth, I mean like two years ago, um, where you you change the title of a movie slightly or other work of fiction, I guess. Um, change the title slightly to make it, you know, like a porno. And then you come up with a porno storyline and try to guess the title. I think last week I uh, I gave you guys The Little Spermaid was my my foray. And uh, and Boris's was Womb Raider. And I my uh, tribute was uh, Jane and the Giant Queef. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jane and the Giant Queef. Which is a classic from the old days. Yeah. So... So this week we're gonna we each try to think of one, gonna throw them out there. We'll, we'll try to guess each other's by the end of the show. Okay, so um, infinite luminescence off of buttocks. Everlasting fuck. Everlasting fuck. I don't. I don't know. Fuck everlasting. I don't know that one. Oh, you're going for tuck everlasting. Okay. I couldn't even. Infinite. I, you just said infinite, and my uh, that got me. I couldn't even figure out. No. That's cool. Man, it's a shame you yelled that, because Fuck Everlasting is perfect, and now we can't use it. Yeah, Fuck that. Everlasting is a great it's one. A podcast. How did we you never think of that? Shit. No, I, I, I think... Yeah, how we, did you never think of that? I, I don't usually do books, because I'm not a big reader. Well, it was made into a movie, dog. Oh, was it? Well, I hated the book, so... You don't have a sister, do you? I do. Huh. And you never saw Tuck Everlasting? No. Why would... I don't understand. It's, it's, it's like a, a chick flick. Why would I see a chick flick with my sister? Because it's yeah, odd when you're at home. Did you live in the same house ever? Yeah. And you never saw a movie together? No, we like watched... You were, she, was, she never was watching a movie and you were like walking around. You were like, oh, hey, what you watching? No, we have really similar tastes in movies. She's the one who talked me to watching Pulp Fiction for the first time. Oh. Yo, M's, shout out. I owe you a lot. No, she's awesome. Uh, yeah, my sister doesn't talk me into shit. <laughs> where were we? Or was I doing the title? Infinite. Yeah. Something. Okay. Uh, infinite luminescence off of buttocks, uh, because the. Oh, thanks, ringtone. Great job. Excuse me, silly boy. Put him on. Put him on the phone. Put him on the uh, phone. Who is this? Bradley. What up? You're live. Mike, uh, wait, who's here? We're doing a podcast, and you're on it. What's up? Oh, I'm on the podcast. Oh my god. Uh, well, I'm really excited for. Uh, the world to warm up this week, but not before we get another, like, foot of snow tomorrow, which is terrible. Uh, why is this the worst winter ever? That's what I want to know. Uh, I don't, I don't know, Doris. Give the an answer. Preaching to the choir here. Well, I want your opinion, Mr. Polar Vortex. You have to have an opinion. Whoa. Who is this? Who, Mis- are, who are you, sir? Wrong number. Mr. Polar Vortex is someone else. Oh, I, Mr. Polar Vortex is my father. <laughs> I'm just Jimmy. You call me Jerry Polar Vortex. Wait, what's your first name? Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy Polar Vortex. That's, that's right. That's it's a weird coincidence, I gotta admit. We call him Jimmy Polar for short. <laughs> uh, so Why wouldn't you just call me Jimmy? <laughs> that's did the you joke. Like, uh, wait, 
wait, was your name Jimmy Vortex, and then you married Amy Poehler, and then you decided to do the <laughs> Yeah, whole, we decided like, to hyphenate. You got it, man. Yeah, Who is this yeah, guy? He's cool. <laughs> this is Brad. I stayed with him in New York. What's up, Brad? Yo, yo, yo. Is your name actually Jimmy? No, I'm Sam. It's good to meet you on the phone. You guys play Frisbee. You have that thing in common. Uh, well, I'm glad I'm on your podcast. This is very exciting and much a much better way to spend my walk home from work on a holiday. It's than, great, great, uh, great talking to you, bud. Bye. Uh, <laughs> bye, Bradley. Fuck, where the hell were we? <laughs> infinite so something. We're never going to okay. get through this fucking uh, porn thing. Infinite luminescence uh, off of a buttock because uh, it is so clean. <laughs> it's so clean? That is the reason that the the luminescence is infinite. Right. Uh, infinite luminous. So very Eternal clean Eternal sunshine of the spotless behind. Uh, you almost got it. Wait, what was it? Say, say it one more time. Eternal sunshine of the spotless behind. Okay. Now, what could sunshine be? I don't know. Let me think on it. Come on, man. You got it. You got it. You're right there. Just tap it in. Sunshine? <laughs> like, bunshine? Eternal bun times of the spotless behind. <laughs> I actually like yours better. It was eternal bum shine of the spotless <laughs> behind. But I like fun times more. <laughs> Uh, and that's and that's how you play the game we haven't named. Yay! Uh, what do you boys got? Uh, um, I'm not happy with mine. It's also kind of a classic from back back in the old days. Um, a guy who needs to deal with the consequences of his love for ejaculating on women's faces. Say that one. Say that better. One more time and better. Okay, it's a it's a a guy needs to deal with the consequences of his dangerous love of ejaculating on women's faces. Wow, that's a great premise. <laughs> Is it just face off? <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Oh man. I mean. You have all episode to figure it out. I'm. So, I, that's what I thought last week, but as soon as we stopped talking about it, it was just out of my brain. Yeah, it's too much okay. cognitive effort to think about that and talk. Yeah, cast yeah. in a pod yeah. at the same time. See, it, I feel like that's a really bad like clue as to getting the title, though, so I don't know. So this is going to be difficult. Yeah. Well, when if it gets to the end and we don't have it, then we'll, you know, it'll give us clues or whatever, we'll get there. Uh, do you have anything right. for us? Yeah. Um, so also, I'm not the pleasest with mine, but uh, so Bruce Willis pushes an airline cart up and down the aisle with his dong. <laughs> the the dick sense? Close. No. I like not close at all. Sense. No. Because <laughs> you need sense in your dick to. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's not that many Bruce Willis movies, oddly, that I can think of off the top of my head. Is it is it Sky Hard? I was going for Fly Hard, but I guess that works too. Okay, fly all right. Hard. Okay. I didn't really change the. See, I, I didn't really change the. Usually, the it hard. works better if you change 
a, a word to word. become yeah. sexual, as opposed to just leaving one in there that already is. Yeah, I know, but I, I kind of liked the image of Bruce Willis pushing the little cart right. up and down the aisle with his with his erect penis. And, and you did say in advance that you weren't the most pleased. So, I, yes. All right. Can you give us yours one more time, Tyler, before we move on? It's really oh, okay. A man has to deal with the consequences of his dangerous love of ejaculating on women's faces. Uh, what's eating Gilbert money shot? <laughs> Good effort. I'm trying, man. Come on. Uh, I'm thinking of, like, facial destination or something. Okay, Sam, Rainer made this one up. Oh! Wait. No. No. This is a ter- if, if we're thinking of the same thing, it's a terrible advertisement. Is this we a book? We are, and it is. this a book? It is. is this a book? Yes. Oh. He'll never get this, because you did it real shitty. I know, I told you it was bad. We'll you did it. it real shitty. Okay, I'll do it I'll do, do it, it less right. Shitty. Okay. Give me a second. It won't be difficult to do it less shitty than you did it. I hope we're thinking <laughs> of the same fictional work or else I'm gonna sound like an insane person. We are, we are. Okay. Um it's a book. Oh, and it's book. It's, it's based on a, a book title. I don't know if it was ever made into a movie or anything. Uh, I don't think so. Probably not. You see, saying face isn't enough. That's the problem. I know, but I don't know how to do it without giving it away. Okay. Uh, no, I, I got it. I got it. Um, uh, the only way to fulfill this man's sexual urges is for him to ejaculate in a woman's retina. <laughs> okay. That's way okay. better than yours, Tyler. Way better than mine. Way better. It's still, it's still... Granted, very difficult and shitty. But the title is so good, it's worth it. Uh, should we move on to an article? Yeah. So, so speaking of great minds that think alike, so Sam and I had similar ideas for articles this week. Um, although he got his off <clears throat> something that looks a little classier than Yahoo Food, which is where I found mine. I don't know. Mine's on WordPress. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yours is just WordPress, I guess. The Jack's Beer Guy. But uh, he still managed to write a more interesting article. It's about Mexican craft beer, which was a thing I did not know existed until just now. But I guess um, there are there are Mexican beers that aren't just, like, cerveza and... Uh, well, you know, you know cerveza is just Spanish for beer, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, Corona is what I meant. Okay. Yeah. So that's good, you know. I'm glad to hear that because Corona's bad. Corona's very bad. Corona's bad. So, I don't know. It sounds cool. It sounds like uh, Mexico's getting a little, little funky with their beer. Um, didn't it says like here some guy saying you know local ingredients like beers brewed with cactus and stuff. Didn't you have something with a cactus in it, Sam? No, his pants. No. <laughs> Uh, I, I could have sworn you oh, tried a beer that had cactus. I might have had a beer with agave. Is that what you're thinking of? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe it was... Yeah, that might be it. Maybe it was Rainer. Huh. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was agave. But it sounds cool. Hmm. So I'm down for some for some craft Mexican beers. I imagine there'll, there'll be some more hot, spicy, chili ones. I mean, the the styles listed here are amber, pale, IPA, hefeweizen, blonde, blonde, and porter. So those are some pretty standard American styles. 
But I don't have any problem with them doing that because if they want to prove to America that they actually can make beer, they should make – I mean really, it'll. I love IPAs. So if they're going to talk me into drinking their beer, it's going to be with a good IPA. So they shouldn't make crazy Mexico beer. They should make they should make beers that American craft drinkers are going to drink and then definitely branch out from there once they have a little bit of a fan base. Well, are they already are they trying to get the American popular market well, or are they just trying to sell in Mexico cuz well, I, I feel like getting them to America would be I don't think I have, Mexico I have has kind hipsters. Of an answer. I have kind of an answer for you. Hit I mean, me, why why wouldn't it? So farther down in the article, it talks about like the, the distribution in Mexico, and um, yeah, apparently, you know, in the in the U.S., you have like a three tier system where you have the brewer, and then the brewer sells it to a middleman, and the middleman sells it to like a bar or something like that. Sure. But I guess in Mexico, uh, bars just sign with one brewer, and they just get that brewer's beer. That sounds like a better way to do it to me. It well, does sound like a better way to do it, except you can only sign with one brewer. Oh. So it's like everywhere is a brew pub for somewhere else. Essentially. Yeah. But I now don't worse, like that. That's, but it's like it's worse yeah, it's worse than like that, that because it's not everywhere is like a little local brew pub. It's like everywhere is a brew pub for like the same the, two beers. Fuck, can you imagine Can you imagine going to a bar? And it'd be like, it's the Molson bar where they only sell Molson. Ugh. I would be so yeah. upset. So that's that's what it's like in Mexico, which I guess is why it's hard for Mexican craft beers to exist. Because nobody wants to be like, yeah, we'll sign with you. You make like right. three beers, you know, instead of we'll sign with this company that makes a billion. Right. Well, so I guess they probably probably would be trying to tap the U.S. market. I would love to get one of these beers. I would love to try it too. I think the problem though would just be like getting their beer here might be just just make them unreasonably expensive. If anybody has uh, the potential to get a Mexican beer, it's probably me being in California. Correct. So keep so, your eyes peeled. I will. Yeah, I will be scouting around for some interesting Mexican beers. Yeah, I'll be really curious. I mean, I do like uh, that. I mean, you you mentioned local ingredients like cactus, and they are talking about. Uh, Aging in tequila barrels. I think that's a really interesting concept. I think that cactus beer and tequila beer are both beers I wouldn't like. Yeah. But, but at the same time, you know that I'm always I'm always on the hunt for for an interesting new kind of beer, especially to bring on the show. And if I saw aged in tequila barrels, I would buy it immediately. That's all I would need to see. And if I saw brewed with cactus, I would buy it immediately. That's all I would need to see. And I don't think I'm ever going to see that in fucking Wisconsin. Yeah, but, definitely not. But uh, the idea stands. You get like brewed in winter here. Yeah. Brewed with a- cheese. Aged in winter barrels filled with snow. This we beer got- <laughs> was frozen for seven years. Uh, hey, have you gone fishing lately? I I have not, mostly because of it raining like a bitch. Fish like okay, water, I dude. I ain't doing shit. Fishing in the rain. I so I did I did kind of have a boo boo with the last time I went fishing though. That's continued to haunt me. Um, I I made everything smell like squid. <laughs> so your roommates are mad at you? Like I told you they would be? No, no, not 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 the refrigerator. The refrigerator actually not smelling like squid, but that's like, shocking. My backpack smells like squid. 
You know, my jacket smells like squid, my hat smells like squid, my gloves smell like squid. Your girlfriend's downstairs smells like squid. Yeah, well, you know, that's just a thing that happens. <laughs> I, I can't follow that. He's absolutely <laughs> right, because it's the end of the volleyball point, because I already said it, and he spiked it. He owned it. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, so so that's that's no fun. That's no A book I had in there to read when I wasn't catching fish smells like squid. What am I going to do about that? I can't wash a book. <laughs> Just, no, put it in the dishwasher. It'll be fine. It's not called a book washer, Sam. Oh, oops. Common misunderstanding. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. So, but I don't know. And and then I haven't I haven't done shit with anything else because I'm a big lazy butt. So since I'm a big old failure, should we talk about another another article? Maybe. Uh, sure. Do we want to go to Twitter? Yeah, actually, that's where I want her to go, because um. I usually think of Olive Garden as a pit of failure. I'd, I feel the same way about Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that's fair too. But I, for a long time, I really, really resisted going to Olive Garden just because of their commercials. Because they have some god-awful, irritating, low-brow commercials. When you're here, you're family. Yeah, ugh. Insulting my intelligence, Olive Garden. But uh, then Becca's horrible family dragged me to Olive Garden one time. And so I've been, I have been there. And uh, Matt Phillips, who for some reason is known as Ezra Garrison on Twitter, also was not pleased with, uh, with, with Olive Garden. And he, he specifically took issue with their beer. And uh, I guess Matt, can we, or excuse me, Sam, we can put this on the website, right? A picture of this? We will do that. So he took a, pic- a picture of their, their, you know, beer list. And in their premium section, they have Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, Budweiser, Michelob Ultra, and for some reason, O'Doul's as a premium beer. Fuck, dude, you still say Michelob? Okay, <laughs> moving on. What I wonder is, this is their premium beer. Yeah, what's what, the other beer, What's right? the lowbrow fucking beer? I don't understand. Natty. It must be. It must be, right? I don't it know. It must be the guy behind the counter just peeing into your cup. <laughs> I like o- O'Doul's is a premium beer. Excuse me. It's 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 absurd. I'm I'm like straight up mad at this guy that he didn't take a picture of the whole menu. But, yeah, right. But yeah, this. I mean, he's completely right. They suck, and they should get real beer. And uh, in this little Twitter exchange, there's a. Uh, there's a response from Olive Garden. It's a little non-committal for my taste. We'll be sharing all of your feedback with our beverage team. Yeah, okay, beverage team already. I'm like, okay, you can just go ahead and fuck yourself. Uh, and <laughs> they follow that up with, stay tuned for changes to our beverage menu in March. We'll have enhanced beer selections based on local faves. Hmm. Now, so I, I, I think that's cool. I, no, I think that's cool in theory, and I'm going to be upset in practice. Okay. Cause it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be blue moon, blue moon, and shock top and Stella. Right. Well, I I kind I think we should keep up with this and stay on it. I think you're probably right. Uh, but I nominate I nominate Tyler as chief inspector in charge of keeping up with this. Do I have a second? Oh, second. <laughs> Clearly, you're cute. <laughs> Boris, you almost let me escape that one. <laughs> As if. Get out, Tyler. Come on. But, um, 
Yeah, no, if there's an Olive Garden around me, which I'm not actually even sure there is, I, I certainly want to go investigate what their premium beer is like in well, March. They did later on say, um, if you have any beer suggestions, feel free to speak to your local Olive Garden manager. So maybe Ooh. you could run into your local Olive Garden and say, hey, see this Mexican beer? I think you should grab some of this. No, better yet, have them uh, pick, no. up a, pick up a case of Swag Factory's beer. I hear they're a great up-and-coming microbrew. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Swag Factory's newest beer is called Hot Scotch, and yeah. uh, me and me and Boris were just uh, splitting a bottle of it, and he has to drive home, so he's nursing his, which is fair. But I I don't I live here, so I'm I'm pounding him back. This this beer is outrageous. It's <laughs> it's eleven percent, and and the limiting factor when you're drinking it isn't oh man this is so boozy i gotta slow down it's oh man this is so spicy i gotta slow down so if you serve this with like ranch dressing oh man sky's the limit you would get wasted so fast yeah you, you so you should have this carrots and ranch and you're you're set for dinner oh i could go for some carrots and ranch right now man. i i have neither sorry so unprepared um yeah so it's got kind of an initial kick and then when it goes down it's sweet and you get the you get a little smoky in there too, and then the the spiciness kind of settles back down on you, and so your your tongue is spicy. So you take another sip because it's a liquid in front of you, right? Uh, which somehow does not. And you've just you've just pranked yourself, right? Does not fix the problem. Tyler, I'm sure you remember "Ain't Afraid No Ghost" chili ale from our college yes. days. So this the the heat in this one sneaks up on you a little bit, um, but it does it does. Finish with some mellow malts, which is nice. But you, you get about uh, halfway through one of them, and you're like, "Oh, this is is toasty. I gotta slow down," yeah. which is good because otherwise everyone would die. Because I think if someone gave me this beer and said, "This isn't beer. It's just a uh, hot sauce water. <laughs> there is no alcohol in it at all," I would be inclined to believe them uh, because the the alcohol taste is completely masked. It's by all of the hot. So, uh, yeah, this uh, is one of my, one of my greatest works, I think. That's good. It's my it's my greatest achievement since brewing with Skittles. <laughs> and that's hard to beat. That beer was tasty. If you're reviewing your own beer, does that hold mean? on? Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! We have a guess. We have a guess. It's not a book, so I'm pretty sure it's wrong. But pink eye for the straight guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's an awesome guess. It's wrong. But that guess is hilarious, and that's why I wanted to make sure it made it into the show. Okay. Sorry, if I may interrupt, uh, can, can you narrow down the book field? Like, what, what genre of book are we thinking I of? would call it an American literary classic. Oh, yeah. boy. It's, uh, it's, it's in the classic of books written by later incredibly reclusive authors. <laughs> wow. Surprisingly, that narrows it down very little. Right? Uh yeah. I was, I was like, Fuckleberry Finn. Like... <laughs> you gotta stop, you gotta stop guessing hilarious titles. You have to bank those titles for next week. <laughs> well, I need to know if they're right. Fuckleberry Finn? No, that's not what we're looking for. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm more of a stream of conscience person. And like, when now I try this... and brainstorm things like this, I just, I just spout them off. Now this episode is called Fuckleberry Finn. Good job. <laughs> Uh, did, did we ever give you a segment, Boris? Uh, I don't think we did. I feel like we've tried to every time you've been on here, and we haven't succeeded yet. Yeah, no. 
I'm not that interesting. Like, so. we got to have a check-in with Boris's ex. No, you don't want to talk to her. She's weird. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I set that up. You really uh, did. I feel bad about that. You really did. Uh, you got nothing for us? Not really. I don't, I don't do many interesting things. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like half thinking of that, half thinking of, of dirty book titles. Okay, well. And still laughing about it. Neither are working out well. Let's, let's just move on then. So, so Sam, I hear you shaved your head for a girl. You that is not the intro Who we told are using. You that? that is not the intro we're using. Can so, we... Boris, you told me that Sam shaved his head for a girl he doesn't know. No, dude, that's not the intro we're using. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a great. That's a great intro. How about how about the same one as we use every goddamn week, checking in with Sam's sex life? All right. So, Sam, um, I I noticed when we got on today, we. You know, great minds continue to think alike. We both got haircuts, but uh, yours is a bit more extreme than mine. You you buzzed it right down. For the first time in in many years, probably since I had a shaved head, my facial hair is longer than my head hair, which is kind of a weird look. Got, yeah, you look Amish. I I actually I got a lot of you look like you're in a motorcycle gang today at work, <laughs> which I can't say I was opposed to. Uh, I can't say it's accurate, though. Probably. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, I was on a motorcycle. It does look good. Don't get I, me wrong. I was on a motorcycle at the time. I think you should rock the uh, shaved head. Well, well, there is a factor. Ooh. Let me tell you about... Pray tell. Let me tell you about her. Okay. Oh. So, okay. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm all up back on OkCupid because uh, I don't like myself. Right. Um. So I've been I've been doing that thing, and I think that I might have said I might have alluded last week to a possible date from this past weekend. Yeah, that never happened. But well, the Valentine's Day date, yeah, it would have been a post Valentine's Day date in theory. But we we never really had anything nailed down, so it's not like I got stood up or whatever. But we had been going back and forth talking, and she mentioned kind of in passing that her favorite picture for my oh god damn it this is embarrassing that her favorite picture for my okay cupid account was uh was one where i had very short hair and was clean shaven and i haven't oh, had god. Ugh, fuck you dip i i haven't had i haven't had short hair in a long time probably actually since that picture was taken in like april of last year yeah uh and i haven't been clean shaven probably in the same amount of time so she liked that picture where it was pretty clean cut, um, which is something I'm not used to. Usually girls are like, oh, your beard's so sexy. You know, everyone's always saying that to me about how sexy my beard is. Right. Well, they got to tell you something. <laughs> right. They it's like, your beard's so sexy, but... They can't, uh... just, they can't just say, go away, you smell weird. Uh, <laughs> so, so she said that to me in passing, and it wasn't like, you need to shave, blah, blah, blah. It was like, you know, that's just something she said. And we were going back and talking about, you know, whether we go on a date and all this stuff, and... Uh, I I asked her out to dinner because, yeah. you know, that's what I ask girls out to because I think that's the best date. And she specifically said no, not to a date with me, but to dinner. Oh, yeah? Which I thought was weird, but I was, I was like, okay, I'll roll with it. And, you know, so we were going to see a movie. And she's, That's not better, though. What? Like, in what way is a movie better than dinner? In no way, in my opinion. I think dinner's the best date, the best first date. Rank one for her. Well, not, yeah, not necessarily dinner. 
Also, remember how I asked you the other day, like, if aliens could observe humans, what's something that we all do that they would find really weird? We came to the idea that eating together in, like, a meal is just such a weird thing, that we all get around in the same table. It's weird, you, and, like, you, you get, you get together to put, put things in your mouth, but it's, like, weird if you get together to poop, you know? Right, like, things can go in It's like everyone watching. always yells at me when I watch them poop. <laughs> like, things can go in when you're watching, but they can't come out when you're watching, because right. that's just weird. Anyway, so yeah, that's why I find it odd that dinner is kind of the, the go-to date. I don't disagree, it's fun, but I think any activity where you're at least looking at each other or talking to each other or like getting to know the other person in some, in some way is better than let's sit next to each other in silence in silence for three hours and not watch, or, and not watch each other and watch, watch the screen. I, I agree with you. Which but I guess then you really have a shared experience you could talk about. Your your perfect date is gathering around to poop together. <laughs> Correct. Okay. And, you know, it's just been so hard to find the one, and I don't know why. <laughs> or should I say the two? Oh, God. You can Damn it. I won't You're cut not it. going to. I'm going to frame it. Uh, so, so, no, I, I think that... Uh, I think that the good thing about dinner as a first date is you're forced to get to know each other, which is what you should be doing. But I, I got the impression that she wanted something much more low key, more low pressure. So, yeah. so I, you know, I said we could do a movie, and she said, "Yeah, let's do that for sure." She actually seemed enthusiastic, which is uh, new to me as far as girls going on dates with me. Uh, and and she was like, "Yeah, but you gotta get a haircut and shave first, lol." And so I don't know how serious that was, but I did immediately <laughs> yell, Roach, you gotta buzz my hair right now. And, oh no. And he did, and that's why I have very short hair right now. Um, and, I, and I replied to her in text message, Okay, cool, just got a haircut. I'll shave tomorrow. Uh, he did not shave, for the record. Well, in case you're listening to this, okay, Cupid girl. Follow up. We had this discussion on Saturday. All this went down on Saturday, and we had specifically said Sunday was when we were going to go on the date. And you did not. And so I called her around 3 or 4, like, hey, you know, still want to see a movie or whatever tonight, give me a call back. Because uh, I got her voicemail. And she never called me back. And I fully intended on if she said, oh, yeah, let's see this at this time, or even text me back, okay. And I had to do all the scheduling shit, which I always have to do, which is weird. If she had gotten back to me at all, I would have shaved. But she didn't, and... You know, that sucks. So so today, I actually, I sent her a text. Um, hey, what happened to you last night? You playing hard to get or something? And Ugh, You have a way with words, Samuel. Well, no, it's really because I was, because I'm so sick of this bullshit. Right. So I was like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, you know, I'm gonna throw down all the chips and probably scare her away. And yeah. that's probably what I did because she has not gotten back to me. Oof. Nice. You should, you should throw something out more interesting than a movie. She what said movie. She said what movie. She said movie. She came up with something more interesting. All of your hair. Make her an offer she can't refuse. Mail her all of your hair. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you made me do this. <laughs> but don't follow up at all. Like, don't tell her I'm mailing you my hair. Just let her get an envelope full of hair from some stranger, like, in two weeks. That's, uh, I would say... Uh, a little less acceptable than my dad's suggestion, which was, give me your phone number so I can prank call her and then punch her in the face. That was that was Mitch's approach to the situation. Oh, wow, Mitch. 
Yeah, he uh, he doesn't like it when uh, people fuck around with his son's feelings. Clearly. Looking at you, girl from OKCupid. Should we rap? Or yeah, do I'm oh, done. I need to figure out the eye thing. It's killing me. <laughs> You're so close. Because he said the word I? That's the one. Oh my god, no way. I was he, totally guessing on that. He, he already knew the word I was in it. Hence pink eye for the straight guy. Okay, the word I isn't in the title of the original book. Okay. It's a word no, I got that, that rhymes with I. Bye, fly, sky, vanilla I. Uh, we'll let you know when you get the vanilla word. Vanilla I. Die, try, rye. Yep. Catch her in the eye. Catch her in the eye <laughs> is the name of the book. Catch her in the eye. Because it's the man's goal to ejaculate in her eye. You built that up way too much. Catcher in the Eye is so good. Are you kidding me? It's not that good. You're, you're classless. You're, you thought Jane and the Giant Queef sucks? Anything Catcher in the Eye sucks? Well, first of all, it's James and the Giant Queef. Jane, well, no, because James can't have a Giant Queef because he's a boy. Catcher in the Eye. Wait, question. But why question. does he have this, like, burning desire? What, what was it? He's, like, overcome with his desire. That's, that's what Tyler said, because Tyler's dumb. Yeah, mine was bad. What are you saying, Dip? Um, I was going to ask if it's possible to have a butt queef. A fart? <laughs> no, no, no. See, see, a fart is when you release gas that's built up inside your gut. A queef is when air gets pushed into you and then it comes back out. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we need to get uh, an anal sex recipient on the show. Scruffles! Oh! <laughs> should, we, uh, should we rate these brews? You were going to like yours, so... So, yeah, so my uh, I had Emily's trash beer, and it is uh, just a, it's a straight up smoky ale. Like there wasn't much else to it. I, I actually I think during one of the breaks, I I had Boris take a sip, and he he said, "Oh, I'm glad you're drinking that, not me." And I was kind of surprised because I because I think it's pretty good. And he said, "It just tastes like bacon and smoke." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, dog. What did I say? It tastes like smoke. I'm happy about that." Well, so yeah, yeah no, I wasn't disagreeing with you. It's I didn't dislike the flavor. I just, I don't know. There's like beer flavors and not beer flavors, and that, that was just a little, a little weird for me to be, to be drinking something that tastes like that. You gotta open up your mind. My mind is open. I tried it, didn't I? No. Yeah, you tried it, and uh, your opinion was wrong, and that's okay. And we can, we can move on from there and grow as friends. Okay. Uh, can we? I think we've already hit our, our, our max potential because we're best friends ever. Oh yeah. Fuck. Oh. Oh, sorry, Diff. You weren't supposed to hear oh. that. <laughs> uh, Do you want him? Like, we could probably arrange some sort of deal. You know you want it. <laughs> anyway, what's uh, your rating, fool? Emily's Rash Beer, it just, it just tastes like smoke. Uh, and I love smoke ales. I haven't had that many, and this is... I'm going to say the best Rash Beer I've ever had, which is not comparing with too many Rash Beers. But it's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's a smoky ass beer, uh, so I'm gonna give it a seven point eight. I I think it's really drinkable at six five, and it, it tastes exactly how it's supposed to taste. I I mean, maybe I should give it more, just because I can't think of something that it could have done that would have made me more pleased with it. It's exactly what it's supposed right. to do, um, and I'm gonna recommend this to anyone who either likes Roush beers or is curious about Roush beers. Or has any positive inclination about Roush beers? Because if this this is a great example, this is how it's supposed to go. 
Uh, and if uh, you have an extremely closed mind and you don't think that interesting flavor should be imparted on beer and you, <laughs> you think that smoking beer is an abomination – then uh, maybe it's not for you, cause uh, you're you're a classless fool, and your name is Mike Boris. Oh, oh! I feel like you were talking to me with that last. I time. don't know about <laughs> that. Like, like I can read between the lines, Samuel. <laughs> so, anyways, I had the Sweetgrass American Pale Ale uh, by Grand Teton Brewing Company, and came in at six percent. It's a pretty pretty average pale ale like it's a little little hoppier than average it's not as hoppy as i guess some just pale ales i've had uh namely capital brewing's pale ale is a little hoppier as well as i had eight bit on the show two weeks ago now Uh, and that one was a little hoppier too but yeah i mean this is a pretty solid drinkable six percent beer so if you're looking to have a nice little session of of a couple beers this would be a great one i don't know i'll give it like a seven didn't do anything wrong, but didn't dazzle me. I was really hoping you would hate it, because I had a yeah. joke. I had a joke lined up. I hate this beer. Anyway. Oh, you, oh, you don't like that beer? I would just blame it on the Tetons. Huh. God, uh. I need a scapegoat. So, so it's a modest mouse joke for for all of our listeners who may or may not like modest mouse. Dog, the, the Venn diagram of that would would just be absurd. It'd be like modest mouse listeners in one circle. And then, like, people who listen to our show in a, a – what would it be, a dot? Well, like, all, all of our friends listen – well, all of our listeners are our friends, and all of our friends like Modest Mouse. So I think that joke is going to okay. go over pretty well. <laughs> okay. Well, that's why I feel like it's not pronounced Teton, but that's the only way I know how to pronounce it. Like, I don't know what, what else Teton? Teton? Uh, Teton sounds wrong. Teton definitely sounds Teton, wrong. Teton, like, maybe you don't taun it. You just kind of, like, let it meh, roll, off the, roll off the tongue. You'd have to ask someone from the Tetons. I will ask someone from the Tetons. Oh, no! Oh, no! You have some bad I'll, news for us, Tyler. I was looking at my letter. Brewed by NV InBev. Oh, man, you're drinking an InBev? <laughs> yeah. We have to just void this whole episode. Damn. Oh, see you guys tomorrow. Well, Fuck, man, you I better mean, you better hated that, or else you're gonna lose a lot of respect. Well, you know, I don't feel that bad. Um, it, it was it was boring, like I think I said right at the beginning. You know, it wasn't bad, honestly. It wasn't bad, but it was boring. Um, this is like what I would consider a session beer. You know, like it's six six, it's light. There's not a whole lot of flavor. Um, and for that, maybe I could be down with this. Like if I was trying to get a little buzz on in the middle of the day, but there wasn't a lot of flavor, um, of any sort really, which I guess is kind of blonde, uh, a characteristic of blonde. And, and now that I see that it's brewed by InBev, I'm really not surprised. I mean, as far as, as far as InBev is concerned, a blonde is like, it's like a reach to a really wacky style. Yeah, seriously. Um, so I, I was going to give it a five, five and, and I think I'll stay with that. You know, it, it honestly wasn't bad, but it just, it didn't stand out at all. You know, it's, it's here. It's the beer. That's the way it is. Well, I hope listeners enjoyed Tyler's last episode. It was a great, it was a great run, buddy. Uh, Yeah. Poor guy. We'll just hold it down from Wisconsin now. (laughs) 
No, who who do you recommend this to? Uh, who do I recommend this to? I don't know. Um, if you're like really scared of trying foreign beers, maybe try this one because it's not that different than your normal adjunct, I guess. This sounds like a good beer for uh, can jam. Yeah, yeah. Dip, uh, do you know what you're drinking next week? Nope. We may or may not be having Boris back next week. Oh, oh uh, boy. Because actually, I had talked to not one, but two different people. I, I approached them about a guest host ship, and they okay. seemed interested, and I think that it would they would make good episodes. We talked about Liz earlier in this episode. Uh, she's the most positive person, and it will be infuriating to you and I, since we are both uh, rabid pessimists. Bitter, bitter souls. Yeah. Uh, no, but she'll 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 brighten us up. That's what she does. She's great. Uh, and there's a another guy, Brian, who talked about being on the show, and we'll see. He's he's a funny dude, so that would make a good app too. So we cool. uh, might have one of them, and if you know, if really all else fails, we can bring back boys. I've always been a backup coach, you know. That's that's what I do. I hold down that bench, make sure the water bottles are filled. Well, we, we appreciate your predatory role for us. And uh, whether we see you next week or not, you know, it's always wonderful having you review the beers with us. Tyler, you're too kind. I like you more than Sam. Everyone does. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to know what I'm going to drink next week? Yeah, what, what are you going to drink? Let me, not really, but you're going to tell us, aren't you? Let me go check the magic fridge. Wait, you have to, you have to get up and put us on hold to go find out? You asked yourself if we wanted to know, and now you have to make me wait. I have a six-pack in the fridge. Let me check it. He has six of them, and he can't remember them. Okay, so uh, a while back, uh, I made a mistake on the show, which was reviewing two beers at the same time. Both of the beers were 10% alcohol by volume. Uh, Yin yes. and Yang. Uh, and they were by Evil Twin. And uh, I really liked one. I was okay on the other. But I've had some other Evil Twin brews, and I they're they're one of my favorite breweries. With with uh, granted, I've I've had limited exposure, but I I respect them a lot just because all they do is go hard in the paint. And so this beer that I have is Evil Twin Brewing's Christmas Eve at a New York City hotel room. <laughs> that's what it's called, Christmas Eve at a New York City hotel room. And it's, okay. it's an imperial stout, and in keeping with the rest of their style, it's 10% alcohol by volume. And uh, that's what I'm going to have next week, and I'm looking forward to it, because uh, the last stout I had from them is my favorite stout ever, and my third favorite beer ever. Wow. So, I don't expect this to live up, but I do expect it to be freaking tasty. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that next week. We will. We will. Oh, and do you have a... Do you have a fade for us this week? Mm, I did, actually. What was it? I was just thinking about it. Mm, I don't know. I can't remember. Well, it's <laughs> been nice for everybody. Nice for everybody to join us. Uh, Boris, maybe we'll see you next week. But again, thank you. Of course. My pleasure. Yeah. And, um, well, I guess don't smother your kids. <laughs> we can't see use, ya, buddy. We, we, can't, we can't use that. Please do it. <laughs> I love it. Don't smother your no 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 no, Wait, no. smother or smuggle because either way it's great. A uh, smuggle's way better than smother, but he said smother. Oh, I heard don't smuggle <laughs> your kids. <laughs> Give us another dip. You got you got another one in you. <laughs> um, let's see what we got. Uh, da, 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 da. 
Let's see. Well, we hope you'll join us next week. And remember, everybody, if red touches black, you're okay, Jack. God damn it, I hit five. <laughs> <laughs>I'm going to cut this because it makes me sound like a huge asshole. <laughs> As opposed to the rest of the podcast, you. which <laughs> makes you sound like a fucking angel.